Good evening and howdy folks as a traditional greeting. Uh, this is the weekly skews for January 3rd, 2023, the year of our Lord. And here with me today is our brother in Christ, Corey Ryan Forrester, because uh, Trey is stuck in the holler, uh, eating possum innards and uh, starting his jug man dream. Yeah, uh, doing meth out of a light bulb, all that good stuff. Yeah, I think he was dealing with family stuff. But yeah, we got a got a hidden show lined up for you guys. I think we're we'll talking about uh, congressional clown show shit. Uh, today was probably one of the funniest days in the decline of our democracy uh, since the non-lethal parts of January sixth. Uh, <laughs> I uh, we'll get into it. I don't even want to fucking go on about it. We got. I'm I'm, I'm super excited to learn about all this for the first time. I was once again very tempted to learn the news from somebody other than you earlier today. And uh, it actually hit me. I was at Outback Steakhouse with my wife. That's They're not sponsoring the show, but it was a good time. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there and I was like, man, it seems like a lot's going on in Congress. I better look this shit up. And then I'll go, oh, wait, it just hit me. I'm, ho- I'm co-hosting with Mark tonight. I don't have to look anything up. I'll just ask Mark. That that's what's fun doing the show with you because uh, uh, you're always surprised when I tell you something happened. Whereas like Trey's puppy. Trey's generally aware until we get to like the true weirdos, and then he's like, yeah. "Wait, what? That guy did what? We got some true weirdos <laughs> for, you, yeah. for you tonight." Uh, so <laughs> while we're gone, a bunch of shit happened. Uh, all of our personal lives, of course. You know, we had uh, had a merry Christmas and a happy New Year, and all that. Um, you did, I would presume. How was your Christmas, Corey? Was it good? Yeah. It was not in any way like yours, which means it was great. Uh, I know you're not going to get into that, but I had a truly tremendous holiday. I don't have a big family, so there's not like the house hopping and stuff, which really hits for me. And we didn't even do our first, like me and my parents didn't even meet up till like three in the afternoon. So like slept in on Christmas. It was wonderful. I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lot of lot of fun stuff happened. My, my wife might no longer be speaking to her brother and sister in law, so that's fun. That's great. Uh, so <laughs> while we were gone, uh, so uh, Trump's taxes came out, and well, Mark, nothing. Mark, if I may stop you here for a second, I'm sorry, but I can't uh, let the bit die before before okay, we get sorry. going. Before we get going, I of course have three questions that have been plaguing me since uh, you are who I get all my news from. And if you would oblige me, I would like to ask you and the Skewniverse right now. Okay, sure. But but the caveat that I told you before the came on, just the viewers know, I have been awake since 1 a.m. Pacific time. It's okay. I think you got it. Because we had to get up 4 a.m. Eastern to catch our flight home from Florida this morning. And uh, so I may or may not uh, remember any of this tomorrow so go ahead here's the here's <laughs> the thing mark i took that into account and devised right. the questions uh hitherto for that that's that was okay. word sally it, anyways question number one did fdr actually hit here's why i ask he seems like one of those guys that everybody likes and that's very suspect to me uh he definitely super hit for poor white people um I uh, did not hit for rich white people. Uh-huh. And I thought that he was typically racist for his time, but he also uh, <laughs> for his time he was racist. No, I mean like, normal for his time. Okay, you know? right. I was about to say because like, if you were racist for that time, then God. Yeah, they locked up Japanese people on site, so you know. Oh it was yeah, like that. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, yes and no. Uh, I wish. In the context of World War II, where it was social democracy, social mm-hmm. democracies up against fascism, he had the foresight to pick the right side in that fight. Yeah, uh, the rest of the country was not fully on board with it. So yes, he—I would say—in context, in total, he, he hits hit. just fine. 
Okay, yeah. good. I, I now my opinion on FDR is that he hit. That's uh, question number oh. two, Mark, and I mean this sincerely. Who is Tulsi Gabbard? I keep hearing this name, and every time I hear it, I go, "I'm going to look up who this is." And every time I don't, I have no right. idea. I just for, I think that she don't hit, but I don't know. All right, so she was technically a Democrat, but was wingnut congressman uh, from Hawaii, whose dad ran like a Hindu nationalist sex cult. All right. Uh, she, okay. I'm in. She, she's sort of like if Glenn Greenwald was in Congress. That's sort of her vibe. She's like, calls herself left wing, but has every right wing position and now hosts a show yeah. on Fox News. So there you go. Uh, yeah. That that old grift. Okay. Uh, uh, now I know not to like her either. Thank you, Mark. And finally, Mark, and I think you'll have a lot of fun with this. Um, all right. Fuck, Mary kill, January 6th, December 7th, or September 11th. You got to fuck one, marry one, and kill one. Which one of these uh, tragic days? I'll fuck January 6th. <laughs> kill September 11th and marry yeah. uh, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I, that's, exactly, that's exactly what I thought. You did it perfect. You did it the only way right. that you can do it. All right. There you go. There's, I, now I'm caught up. Days that will live in infamy, all of them. Uh, <laughs> and so, and while we're gone, Trump's taxes came out, uh, which is like it was pretty much what I expected, which is just that he's either broke or a liar, right? Yeah, right. Either, it's one of the either, two. Either his tax losses are real and he's a huge loser, or his tax <laughs> losses are fake and he's a scammer, and that's what he didn't want anybody to know. Probably a little from column A, a little from column B. Um, so, if, but there's also like Chinese bank accounts and stuff in there that definitely could be. Corrupt, if not illegal. Uh, but the thing that was really fun to have more out is the final version of January 6th report came out. And everybody already knows the broad strokes of what we think about it. But I do want <laughs> some stuff to drop that is just absolutely hilarious. So this guy named Samuel Ames, who is a lobbyist for block cryptocurrency and Jesus. also has the Proud Boys. Name, name three more horrible <laughs> things about him in a row. <laughs> so he was called to testify and in the middle of his testimony he started getting horrible leg cramps because he had just done leg day and so <laughs> the br- the tech bro january proud boy yeah. got cramps because he had a big leg day hilarious yeah the biggest re- leg day of his life which he makes sure to let them know uh because even on your testifying from the j6 committee for something you go to prison for you do not skip leg day Corey. So he's no, not. You're going to need it in prison, buddy. Samuel Arms is his name, A-R-M-E-S. Uh, so he says, sorry, I'm cramping. And the lawyer says, okay, take a moment, take a moment, take a moment. Go ahead. That's all right. Do you want to quick? He's asking if he wants a recess. He goes, no, no, I'm good. I just did a ah, Charlie horse, Charlie horse, just <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I just did leg day and I maxed out my PR squats. And now, so PR, if you're not, if you're not a gym bro, means personal record. So yeah. he says, he's, he's letting the J6 committee know. He said his personal record would lay it in squat day. And so take a moment. Oh, his lawyer goes, he's on the floor. <laughs> It'll lay on the floor. Uh, then he goes, man, this is embarrassing. He goes, oh, no, you're all right. I understand what you're feeling. The lawyer's pretending to know what leg day is like. Uh, <laughs> I really goes, wish Rick and Morty would do a, a cartoon version of this like they did that one court transcript that one time. That would please me. Then he goes, by the way, after he gets up off the floor, he goes, I'm good, I'm good, we're back. Uh, by the way, that personal record was 425 pounds. And this lawyer goes, that will now be in the congressional record, so that's good. And then he goes, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. Every uh, day uh, when I wonder, like, Corey, are you on the right side of history? 
you read me some shit like that and I'm like, yeah, man, don't get mad when these dudes quote tweet you and call you a soy boy. It's totally fine. <laughs> but Corey, is your personal squad record in the congressional record? I don't fucking think so. It's so not. Anybody. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Charlie Kirk, the guy with the tiny face who's in charge of Turning Points yeah. USA, the big Trump guy. So uh, he had to testify and he pled the fifth to literally everything, including how old he was and whether he went to college. Uh, and then... <laughs> The lawyer tried tell to, how old you are. Like the lawyer tried to explain to him that you can only plead the fifth for stuff you might face criminal liability for. You can't plead the fifth <laughs> for questions like what day of the week it is and shit. It doesn't like work that way. And then they asked him if he understood what pleading the fifth was, and he pled the fifth to that, Corey. And I gotta say, don't talk to cops. I respect this. I, I, respect I mean. This. I was going to say, like, this is a prime example of a situation where when I see it and I see a bunch of Democrats going in on him, I'm like, let's play the game of if the shoe was on the other foot and this was one of our people, what would we think? And yeah, every single yeah. one of us would be going, exactly, fuck them. You ain't got to say nothing, you know? So, yeah, L- Lil tiny Wayne hat pretty- off to him. So L- Lil Wayne had a documentary crew follow him around like that he hired, and then he didn't like the documentary that, when it came out, so he sued them over the documentary he had paid for. <laughs> and the deposition to that is an like, all-time classic way to deal with lawyers. And if you want to get on YouTube and go watch that Lil, Lil Wayne deposition, uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, Lil so, Wayne was hitting? Yeah, yeah. He was basically like, "Is that?" he's like, do you remember if you were in jail in this state? He's like, I don't know. And he goes like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the kind of thing you would remember? And he goes like, what kind of question is that? Wouldn't that be the kind of thing you remember? I, and, <laughs> and the lawyer's like, you know what? That's I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Jason Miller snitched that Judge Janine got so drunk that she fell down in an election night party. So that hit. Um, there's a guy we talked about recently. He was a former uh, Michigan State Senator Majority Leader, a guy named, named Mike Shirky, who we talked about in Daily Dumbass because in his farewell speech, he talked about saving the taxpayers' money because when he first got to the, to the Senate, he, he felt the toilet water felt warm, so he stuck his hand in it, and he stopped the state of Michigan from paying for warm toilet water, which it probably, I, I'm getting it absolutely wasn't. Anyway, so <laughs> he's, he said he was told, he, uh, he was given a heads up by the state house speaker that Trump might call him, and it would show up on his phone as, quote, spam risk Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite food, my favorite game, and one of my favorite countries. <laughs> he had he get, they had Egyptian burner phones. Uh, so this is a fucking Coen Brothers movie. This is burn burn after reading. If it was dumber, <laughs> yeah, um, I was about to say. Yeah, so I can't get any. So I salute Donald Trump for getting a burner phone so cheap that showed up on people's phones as spam risk Egypt. Yeah, dumbest Isn't thing it, ever fucking happened. Yeah. I think me and you are not on the show, but we've talked about Trump a million times in the sense of if this guy wasn't hadn't had power and wasn't attempting yet again to wield enormous power. But he, Mm. but other than that, he was the exact same way. I would fucking love him. Like I would be like, yeah, man, screw the system, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, I know that he, he uses his, uh, assholishness for evil therefore i don't like him but like mm. when i hear the i'm just like this guy god damn man like he's it's performance art you know but i no. hope he dies before he can run again no actually no i don't <laughs> no i don't if he didn't if he didn't have money and power he would just be one of my dad's loser cousins and he'd probably be able <laughs> yeah, to find right. a barbecue so there exactly. you go uh uh, anyway, so uh, anyway, so we got a good show lined up talking about Congress and shit. Um, I guess some, I forget all the stuff Trey says. We're supposed to plug the page. We got a Patreon. 
Yeah, you idiot. His, there's Trey's tour dates. I don't know if they're updated because he very rarely updates them. Uh, yeah, he always, fucking it, sucks <laughs> at almost everything except for like he has real good ideas, and he's like, "Well, guess I just have that. Guess that's an idea that I just have." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll get into it, Matt. Uh, Matt, hit us with that daily dumbass graphic, please. So tonight's DD is communist ghosts for annoying the shit out of George Washington. (laughs) Before I go real quick, and I'm going to give you guys some homework to do tonight. Um, Just real quick show of hands. How many of you believe in God? Okay. I want you guys to look up on YouTube. There was a story that George Washington do your research on YouTube. It was, uh, it's called George Washington's <laughs> Vision for America. George Washington, prior to the Revolutionary War, was visited, according to George Washington, by an angel. And he showed him the outcome of the Revolutionary War. He showed him that there would be a civil war, the results of that, and that the United States would then expand from east to west and see great prosperity. But then after that... George Washington saw the last fight that the United States would face. And it would be a red plume of spoke coming from South America, but also coming from the East. Real quick, and just hearing that short information segment, how many of you believe that that red cloud is communism? <laughs> Are you kind of a- I believe that. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, turns out it wasn't wood. George Washington's teeth was made out of psilocybin mushrooms. Am I right? <laughs> if that really happened, I think George Washington's teeth were made, teeth, George Washington's teeth were made out of slave teeth, but that's a whole other yeah. story that we won't get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's incoming Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna. Um, oh, she, she won? A, yes. She's a God QAnon adjacent psycho uh, who was also selected as the hometown hottie for Fort Walton Beach by Maxim Magazine in 2014. Well, I mean, uh, so there. Congrats to her on that. So I, I looked it up. I was like, what the hell is this? And I found there, it turns out there is a legend that was passed around about George Washington have a vision that featured an, uh, an angel, but it wasn't come up with until the mid 1800s. So it was just like <laughs> this guy, it, it was in the lead up to the civil war and during it, it was this comforting myth about how, how George Washington was visited by an angel told, told him that this was going to happen. It was going to work out. Okay. You can understand how people during the civil war want to think, of course, that, right? Of course. It's like, that's literally it's what like, the Bible is. Yeah. It's like our version of it, it, thinking Trump's going to get arrested. Right. Yeah. It just, it, it, it feels by nice. the way, allow me, and this might make you mad. He's not. I wish that I he would, but yeah, he's not. Everybody that posts no. the memes and are like, oh, he's going to look so good in an orange jumpsuit, unless he just decides to start wearing orange jumpsuits, you're not going to see that. It sucks, yeah. but it's not happening. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the, 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 the tale of Washington's vision was written by a guy who wasn't born until 1836. So there you go. <laughs> um, well, also, do you know who also has a bunch of visions and claims to see things in the future? Gary Busey. I don't think that we really need to hold credence to that type of logic. Yeah, yeah. He's like Randy Quaid, uh, you know, uh, uh, Randy Qu- <laughs> Quaid getting on TikTok and doing QAnon memes. Who are the Randy Quaid hits otherwise? Other than the QAnon uh, stuff. That's do. what I'm saying. He's another guy just like <laughs> Trump. And it's like, God damn it, if you just like do 2% less, I would love you. Yeah, shitter's full. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, if you're wondering, yes, Anna Paulina Luna is one of the people that uh, teamed up to ruin Kevin Mar- Kevin McCarthy's life today, which we're going to talk about in the main segment. But so, but but first, uh, one honorable uh, honorable mention, Daily Dumbass today 
is liberal women for depriving themselves of the luxuriousness of conservative coochie plugs. Hit it, Matt. <laughs> she made purple fabric, and she was the woman who started the first church. She was a businesswoman, just like me and Macy are. So, so... So excited to inter- introduce this next product we have. Yes, I, I, I can the, see it in your face. The anti-feminist tampon. Yes, that's us. No. <laughs> I can't believe those I, words just came out of your mouth. Everybody, tell me what the anti-feminist yes, yes. tampon even means. Yes. So we're Garnu. Yes, so I'm the CEO and founder of Garnu. So we are a tampon brand, and we yeah. won't call you a menstruator, a birthing person. We'll call you what you are, which is a woman who biologically is the only one that can have babies and menstruate. So All we right. are very, we want to empower women. So uh, there, I will not sell tampons to men policy. It works out great for me. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't want one. Uh, thank you. Is that Sean Spicer? Uh, no. Uh, that's, I forget that guy's name. He's a, he's a, he's a lower rent dipshit. Greg God something. damn. Yeah. So that, like, I've never, like, first off, you know, we all know that, like, you know, men's razors and women's razors. It's like it doesn't matter. It's just they no. figured out a way to make all of us buy the same exact thing. Like I use women's deodorant. I find it to be better. I don't. Fi- I've. It just blows my mind. And and it's working. You see a lot of these companies out there now, and their main sales tactic is not we have a good product. It's that we only sell. To people who fucking drink milk every morning with their steak and believe in Jesus Christ. And dude, mm. those sons of bitches are eating it up. The my pillow shit. I got a my pillow for Christmas last year. And at first I was like, because it was a it was a gag gift. The person did it be like, you fucking hate this guy. I'm getting you his pillow. And for the first couple of weeks, I was like, oh shit, this is actually a really good pillow. It fucking fell apart in like a month. <laughs> you know, and I know I've got a big sweaty head, but still, I've had pillows for a while. Yeah, I mean, I use women's razors on my head, but yeah, Black Rifle Coffee Company. It's like we're the coffee for people who like guns. Like, I don't want to, and it works, yeah. dude. Every dude in in my area has the Black Rifle, like Yeti, the hat and shit. And it's like these are these are normally people who are like gas station coffee is the best, unless my mm-hmm. coffee owns the libs, in which case it's the best. I mean, Black Rifle does have a cool logo. I could see it walking around with a with the, with a koozie. Um, no, I the- love so much of that shit aesthetically. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's like these people, like I can't. I was talking to uh, my wife's cousin about this, but like these people think about gay sex and trans genitalia more than like so much. Like, like these people think about trans genitalia more than like a doctor who does surgeries on trans people. <laughs> There's the a reason you know? that I knew what transgender people were. Really, like they were living in 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 private <laughs> harmony. I, they weren't. I know that's not true, yeah. but like yeah. it only became a big. And by the way, I've still seen the exact same amount of them since the hysteria came out. I've not seen more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. They focus on them, them stuff. So I was going to say a bad word, but I hadn't had too much whiskey yet. And they're like, we won't sell tampons to b- people who are born biologic- biological males. And it's like, I, I'm i pretty sure, I don't know for sure, because I'm not obsessed with it. It's none of my fucking business, but I'm pretty sure they don't menstruate. But, exactly. they do, <laughs> but whatever, none of my fucking business, leave them alone. All right, let's get into it. Our topic tonight is... the. Are we recording yet? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, the main, we're into this segment. So... Okay. So if you didn't follow along what happened in Congress today, it was basically nothing except for Kevin McCarthy getting his dick kicked in repeatedly by the dumbest people ever elected. <laughs> in America, I definitely know in who that is. Life. 
So it's, it's Kevin McCarthy would be the speaker. He's a Republican. Mm-hmm. He's a Republican Party leader who mm-hmm. is the minority leader under the last Congress. But he, he should be speaker, except that about between five and 20 members of his own caucus fucking hate him and want to wow. ruin his life. So wow. today, Kevin McCarthy had probably the worst day he's had in Congress, even though he was once almost murdered there fairly recently. <laughs> <laughs> They they did. He's the first guy since 19. The first person, I'm sorry, since we've had with Nancy Pelosi has, has been elected speaker of the House as well. The first person elected speaker since 1923 who did not. It did not happen for them on the first ballot. All right. Word. Yeah. It was it's a like the baseball years. Hall of Fame. Like they'd go more than once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, they just, they have to keep voting. They have a speaker. So if you can't get a majority, you got to get. So it's four and thirty five members. You got to get, get a get a solid majority. So you got to get two hundred eighteen if everybody votes. Right. So he only has about 219, 220 caucus members. So if, uh, or 222, I think. So if more than four defect, he can't get 218 and he can't fucking get 218. And no matter how many times these morons have explained to them that there's no one else, no one else wants the job. Like, nope, he can't have it. So <laughs> they did three ballots today. They did three rounds of voting today. He lost all three to the Democrat. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries got more votes than him on every ballot. It doesn't matter because Hakeem can't get a majority. But so <laughs> just so you guys understand the stakes here, the House can't do conduct any business until the Speaker's elected. They Love can't it. do anything. Uh, so they can't even swear new members. So we literally do not have a House of Representatives right now. That is, is phenomenal. One. I'm for it. It is, pur- it is purge rules. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so what happened was he had 19, so the first two rounds, he had 19 uh, members of his own caucus defect and grew to 20 on the third round. And they voted for a Democrat. They didn't just abstain. No, they voted for, uh, Jim Jordan. Okay. I and he is, uh, he's a Republican congressman from Ohio. Who's most okay. well known for being the, he was the call. He was the wrestling coach at Ohio state and yep. he covered up a guy, uh, molested a bunch of his. Yep. I, I was about to say, as soon as you said he used to, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Yep. There it is. So, uh, some fun d- tidbits, even though, uh, McCarthy can count and knew he didn't have the votes. He'd already moved into the speaker suite. Right. <laughs> so if nothing, would have done that. He's, yeah, he pulled a George Costanza. He's like, <laughs> yeah. they can't fire me if I keep showing up. Showing up, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that? You had, thought that was <laughs> He had a big pizza party planned for the entire Republican caucus to celebrate his crowning today. He canceled the, pe- the party, but apparently the pizza still got delivered. So that's a fun little sad thing that happened. Uh, Trump had endorsed him, but then immediately backed away today. And like tip, typically in this environment, if you get this humiliated, you resign and go home. It's sort of like a, yeah. like a prime minister type situation. Go to Enron. So like he might not even be in Congress in two weeks. <laughs> Dude, so uh, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but like this is really shocking to me just because one thing me and you have talked about on this show and in private is that like if you can give the Republicans credit for one thing and one thing only, that is that no matter what, they back their play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're like, listen, even if somebody sucks, they still have an R by their name. So we're in. So like, this is actually the first time I've heard something and been like, I know this is cat- a catastrophe, but this is setting a delightful new precedent here. Like I could try to explain to you why it is. They hate him. Some of them, the same, the same. <laughs> Go on. I got all night and whiskey. 
some of them are the same reasons I hate him, that he's a spineless weasel who doesn't believe anything believe in anything. But like on opposite directions. They I think he's like that because I know, like they do, that he just pretended to support Trump because he was caught on hot mics saying Trump's stupid and sucks. He was caught right. on a hot mic at a Republican retreat saying Trump's on Russia's payroll. He was mm-hmm. a he called he was on a private call said they should impeach Trump and and uh and convict him and remove him from office after January sixth, right? But they think he doesn't go hard enough for Trump. Yeah, and I guess both things can be true, right? True, not mutually exclusive. But again, no one else wants this fucking job. No right. one. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you gonna do? And like, this is all fun and games right now. But watch these clowns make this guy miserable because he sucks. But. We do need Congress to do stuff. Like if, if they can't pass a, if they if they if they don't elect a speaker and swear in people, we can't pass like government funding bills. Right. We can't we can't extend the debt ceiling, which means if they don't do that by I think it's what next September, then we'll all be like the entire global economy collapses, and we'll all be bow hunting alley cats to cook over trash can fires. <laughs> that's, that's true. So, that's true. But in the same sense, over the past couple of years, when Congress did do something, it often didn't hit. So it might be a nice couple weeks to just see like, all right, see, we could, we could kind of do some stuff without y'all. So maybe fucking yeah. learn your place. Yeah. But the, yeah, in the meantime, just the last three weeks, all we're going to do is delay the investigations into Hunter Biden's trans laptop or whatever. Um, so oh, I can't believe they're not rushing this one forward, buddy. <laughs> Another fun thing is like until until members are sworn in, like if they're not incumbent staff, if they're freshman staff, they can't even access to computers or email. Right. So like. There's a bunch of staffers just sitting there, not getting paychecks, not doing anything. They they're not getting. It. It's like they're not getting paid. That's how that works. Like the congressmen yeah. aren't getting paid. Well, I mean, they're getting paid from the fucking big tobacco company still. They're yeah. they're retainers. They're fine, but yeah, they're like interns and shit. Like they're screwed. Yeah. So let me tell you some of the fun stuff he did to try to get these idiots folks. All right. So a new Congress comes in, they adopt internal rules packages for their own for for the for the, how the new Congress is going to run. Right. So the stuff he gave them. They wanted a provision that would have let five members of the Republican Party uh, basically put forth a no-confidence vote to remove him at any point. Now, again, he's got 19 doing that now, and he gave them five. <laughs> and they counter with, we want one. They want one guy. Matt Gates wakes up in a bad mood on a Wednesday and can tear down Congress. That's the rule they wanted. <laughs> oh, great. And he did tell them to fuck off on that one, but he gave them five. All right. He, he they obliterated all the House ethics rules and eliminated like all the investigative authority for the House Ethics Committee, so they can all like Matt Gates can have as many sex parties with seventeen year olds as he wants or whatever, right. and they can they can they can insider trade, they can do all that shit, uh, um, whatever. They reinstated something called the the Holman Rule. This is a fun one. The Holman Rule allows the House to zero out the salary of any random individual federal employee. Now I'm sure when they imagine this, they're they're imagining like like a like a, a, a like a uh, what do you call it? A U.S. attorney who's investigating Trump uh-huh. or Dr. Fauci. But yeah, I also right. like to imagine like one of these guys is just really mad at his mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, don't get paid. <laughs> Fuck Gary. I don't like them short. <coughs> Fuck yeah. him. Yeah. So he gave them all that and they still won't vote for him. So they had a big, they had a Republican caucus meeting last night. Well, not a, not a big one. Sorry. It was just, just the, the people that won't vote for him met with McCarthy. And he was like, I can't give you guys anything. I've given you everything you want. And Lauren Boebert yelled at him and said, bullshit. <laughs> and then one of the things they were asking for is for them, the House Freedom Caucus, to be able to decide committee assignments. 
So they basically want to establish themselves as Speaker of the House and be able to fire people they don't like off committees, right? So, <laughs> so Bobert do- ended up winning. Yeah, she won by. I, I, I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah, so yeah. funny. Uh, it makes me so. It doesn't make me happy that she won, but it makes me happy that Trey put up a video saying that she lost and then she won. <laughs> so he looks like a dumbass. <laughs> it was very very close, Trey. So, so since we all just had Christmas, like this reminds me of like like a like a like a dysfunctional family dinner where you have a fight that starts out with one thing. But at least like all the dirty laundry being aired and past grievances and slights coming out and everybody walking up pissed and hating each other. But like if you're right. just like the new girlfriend, you don't understand what's happening. It's like all you saw was grandpa go, there you go again with the mayonnaise and fucking flipping the table. You're like, what the hell? It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like that kind of shit. So they got this weird civil war going. That's sort of like I feel like, feel like we're looking at like like video from inside a cult. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is really being a good soldier here. She's going all in for McCarthy. All right. I can't so believe she, that. Yeah. So she's technically in the House Freedom Caucus. So she's basically estranged from all her, all her former friends. So here's Marge ranting about Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert. Factory. But here's the problem, Steve. My friends in the Freedom Caucus and Matt and Lauren Boebert and others, they don't know how to make the deal because they aren't willing to take the win when they have one. They're making this about never Kevin and that is the wrong move. All right. So, and then Bobert had, of course, had to do a, uh, a diss track back at her because that's how this shit goes because they're all influencers now. They're doing the same shit we yeah, do, except I know. Roast, roast battle with no. Except that we don't actually, eyes. we don't actually have anything better to do. They should be right. doing other things. Right. And so now here we are being sworn at instead of being sworn in. <laughs> and we I could have had this solved. Months ago, I have been working every day to unify the Republican Party for the American people. And yesterday, we had a deal that was not a selfish deal in any way for Kevin McCarthy to get him the gavel on the first ballot. And he eagerly dismissed us. All right. Back. So, yeah, the deal she wanted was, again, her being put in charge of Congress. <laughs> so... Yeah, go ahead. I love that Marjorie slipped in subconsciously to Trump uh, talking points, which was the art of the deal and win. Like, I don't know. She she doesn't think that I know that she was doing that, but I know that she was doing that. And also, I don't know if anybody's pointed this out. They probably have. But my relationship with Lauren Boebert is a little weird because she looks and sounds just like Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. And it's hard okay. for me to hate her. I do. <laughs> I, do I do. But it's mm-hmm. difficult. So uh, you know my hatred is real. I see what you're... That's Lacey Chabert's character, right? Lacey Chabert. She talks yeah, just yeah. like... She doesn't talk like Lacey Chabert. She talks like Gretchen Wieners. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. I, I understand. Uh, I love that movie as well. So think about these people. They don't have any tangible like policy concessions they're asking for. Like... One of the things Bo was demanding was like like a like a message vote on like the term limits bill that would never pass. She just wants to have it on the floor. And they're like, I maybe I mean, I guess if we had to, for Congress to function, give that to her. But she also wanted like she says Kevin McCarthy softened the border or something. I, they, none of the none of these things make any sense. They just want they just hate this guy and want to make him right. miserable. And to that, I say yeah, go for it. Exactly. Um, I'm finally on y'all's team on something. What's the term limits bill? Is that for for? Congress or or yeah I don't yeah okay. I, don't, I don't know the specifics because they've got like what, what, how many terms can it, I mean a lot like forever right like they can just and keep going infinity. yeah okay Nancy, right that's so dumb remember I told you like 1923 was the last time this happened 
Yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was elected that year. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God so, damn it. That's good. Another f- fun bit of this is that, oh, before I get to that, like going back to the influencer thing, like these people don't have any policy demands or understanding of policy or even what they want to happen. They just know that it's good for their brand. Brand. To, to yep. always be mad. Yep. And always be as mad as their constituents and always be fighting for the sake of fighting. But now that their own party's in power, who's left to fight? Right. <laughs> they just want to show pe- the people online, the, the subscribe to the YouTube channels and their podcasts. And yes, they all have fucking YouTube channels and podcasts that they're just as mad at the elites as they are, even though they're in fucking Congress and they're all millionaires. Anyway, so uh, another fun thing here is the Republicans, the way the Republicans just took Congress is by flipping a, a decent amount of districts that Biden won by healthy margins. 18 oh, no. of their 18 of their new members are from districts that Biden won comfortably. All right. Word. Now it's an it's an off year election. People don't show up. Old people vote more. You know, right. there's, there's all that stuff. It's a down economy. Whatever. But the dynamic won't be the same in 2024. <laughs> and so now right. these new 18 members are being held uh out to fucking fend for themselves by these 19 assholes, which is really fun. But like, so they're going to, have to eat so much shit, and they're never going to get reelected, and that's really fun for me. Um, and so, <laughs> I'm not sure how long this will go on because I don't see a way it resolves itself. Right. There's like, ga- there's galaxy brain shit they could do. The Dem- Democrats could put up like, like a, like a never Trump Republican. He might be able to steal like five votes from their side. They could elect like a compromise candidate, but that make that person speaker. They could make Liz Cheney speaker, which would, which would be, which would be the fucking most galaxy brain Democrat move, party move ever. Right. But I don't think they would do that, but that's, that's an option. Uh, Cause you don't have to, you don't have to be in the house to be speaker of the house. It always has been, but you don't have to be, you can, you can, they can make Corey speaker of the house. If they wanted to, it doesn't matter. Me? So yeah, I would hit yeah, uh, you got, you've you've just brought up an interesting point that I hadn't really considered, but it makes sense how like all these new younger uh, you know congressional members and representatives or whatever they are like they're very online people and they're very much just about their brand because of mm-hmm. how online they were and that's all they're doing and how like yeah at first that gets you a lot of heat on Twitter and that gets you a lot of clicks and that makes you the main character on Twitter, but we found out time and time again that Twitter is not real life and. The people in these districts that they're representing are eventually going like uh, the first couple of times they do this whole own in the libs thing. They're like, right on. But then I do feel like eventually even older Republicans do see through self-serving bullshit and are just like, hey, uh, I don't care about any of this. Will you pass the goddamn bill for my insulin? And that kind of yeah. hits for me that I think we're starting to see it, it hit for them for a while to do this. And now everybody's like, yeah, I need you to not just do roast battles. Yeah. So essentially that was Joe Biden. We Jerry tried to talk about this a lot. But that's Joe Biden's big bet. The Democratic primary general uh, and then in 2020, uh, this, this past congressional election, he's just betting that most people are sane. And he's right. not wrong, but we're so gerrymandered. Right. But it doesn't matter. The House of Representatives, like the House of Representatives, Georgia Republicans sitting home or casting fuck you votes for Raphael Warnock can send, I mean, uh, can send Warnock to the Senate, but nothing anyone can do can get Marjorie Taylor Greene out of the House. No, trust nothing me, I tried do. really hard. I tried yeah. so, so hard, single-handedly, I tried, and yeah. I failed you, America. So his bet works 
in non-gerrymandered elections. It does not work in gerrymandered elections. So, I, but I looked up the so the longest and most contentious speaker election in House history, which this might get there because I don't fucking know what's going to happen. Um, it was in uh, 1855. Uh, this guy whose name was <laughs> let me find his name. Sorry, uh, I bet it's Cotton Banks. Cotton um, Billicuddy. <laughs> Nathaniel Banks from Massachusetts. <laughs> so this is, Banks. A, this is in the lead up to the Civil War, all right, when anti-immigrant uh, uh, sentiment was uh, was hugely on the rise. And, of course, people were fighting about slavery and stuff. And so they could not settle on a speaker. It took uh, nine months. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, wait, wait, sorry. Two months and 130. Sorry, I misspoke. Two months and 133 ballots. Oh. They finally chose this guy who was a hardcore racist from Massachusetts. This is the 50s? <laughs> um, 1850s. Oh, 1850. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But they so they just didn't have a Congress for two months. Everybody was yeah. just out in the streets with their just pew 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 pew, pew just not yeah. just wilding out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then the, the 1923 when the guy was elected, then uh, the last time this happened when somebody was elected in the first ballot, they, that uh, took uh, nine ballots, so not that long. But uh, they elected a guy named Frederick Gillett who I'm assuming is 1923, so you probably thought like drinking opium cured uh, yeah. syphilis or something. Didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. Promise you that. So another thing that happened today, okay, so the way the rules work is you have to get a majority of everyone who votes, but you don't have to have a whole majority of everyone, all right? So if the Democrats just vote present or just leave, Kevin McCarthy would win because he would just be Republicans voting. He would win like 200, uh, you know, 200 to 19 or whatever. Right. 203 to 19. So, so, but Democrats, I'm not sure if they knew the rules or just thought they'd like, get this over with because that's what they're going to have to do to have a functional Congress anyways, just let McCarthy win. So they were just like, we're just boring. We're going to leave. Like, it was so boring <laughs> to everybody who wasn't just watching it online. Like, members of Congress brought their kids to watch them get sworn in, and that did not happen. So kids yeah. were sitting there, bored as shit for nine hours, watching a bunch of morons yell at each other about Congress. <laughs> Yeah, I saw this. I saw some. I don't know who the representative was, but they 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 came today, I guess, with their kids, and they had their bag of toys confiscated from them that they had brought for their kids. <laughs> Just to, and and the and they tweeted. They were like, they let George Santos in, but I can't have my goddamn rubber ducky or something like that. And it was, and I wish I'd remembered who it was because I would love to vote for that person, but. That's so funny because the only thing Republicans have managed to accomplish so far is taking out the metal detectors that Nancy Pelosi installed. <laughs> yeah. So you can't take toys on what? the out floor of Congress. Wait you a can't minute. Can't take a gun now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They they got the metal detectors taken out of Congress. That yeah. make why? I mean, okay. Let me pitch my theory on why they did that. It's because even though they know they would like to have them there, they can't then spout bullshit of like, it sucks that we have to have metal detectors in schools if they're not willing to do it. Is that it? No, I, I, they just want to take their guns in the house floor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene made a big show. Like Pelosi and Steve, this is like, I'm sure that the public goes to metal detectors to go to Congress, but the members are going through different doors, right? So like, Nancy uh, Pelosi put in like a fine system where if you didn't get the metal detector, you got fined. And like a Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene made a big showing of going around the metal detector and paying the fine over and over again. So what a uh, dumb yeah. bitch. Like, so they, <laughs> like who are you going to shoot in? I mean, for the record, like you're like, I need my gun to protect myself. Well, if you have a metal detector, nobody will have one. 
And like, well, I guess like the crypto bros that jerk it to her will 3D print one or some shit that's plastic. Uh-huh. I swear to God, man, they truly know no bounds. Yeah. So another bit of fun silliness today. So there's a viral video of people like Paul Gosar, who's a lunatic right wing racist psycho, and Matt Gates, who we all know well. We all know well. He's the you know Bavis. Uh, yeah, the uh, alleged pedophile, sex trafficking crypto bro from Florida. Um, yeah. They were they were went over and talked to her for a while, and it was like, what what is what does AOC have to talk to these guys about? So what had happened was they're the people fucking with McCarthy, right? And they were worried that Democrats would leave and let McCarthy win. So they were asking her, hey, you guys are going to help McCarthy out. And she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we will stay here until the heat death of the universe to watch you clowns do this, at least until like next week or whatever, when after this embarrassment's run its full course and they're, they're fully humiliated. And if you've got an incoming Speaker of the House with a bare majority, why would you not cripple him out the gate right. if you're the opposition party? It's a layup. The the best thing you can do is make him look like an absolute disaster of a moron, and then let him take office. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, you, just... you know when you're playing a video game and you don't really know what you're doing, so you just start shooting just randomly and just hitting all the buttons and like hoping that it will work out. It's wild right. to see that play out in Congress in real life. Like that seems to be mm-hmm. what's happening because you're you're saying a bunch of things that I'm like, no sane human being would do this and then i'm like oh right that makes a lot of sense also mark i have to uh give credit where credit is due and i'm sorry i haven't earlier i gotta tell you a house divided against itself cannot stand kevin wonderful joke did was that you or producer matt i assume you uh, that was me that was me yeah i enjoyed That's, what i thought of it well done uh she's like three different puns in there so like, yeah. yeah um <laughs> so marjorie taylor green figured out their ruse and tweeted out criticism of matt gates for hanging out with aoc which is just funny yeah. Uh, so, but it's like it's when it's a place so obvious that Marjorie Taylor Greene can figure it out. You can bet that Matt Gates and AOC have figured it out, right? Exactly. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think the guy's a dummy. I think he's a creep, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he doesn't I, seem dumb. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Well, he seems dumb. Like they all seem dumb because they're mm. doing things that we wouldn't do. But that's a moral thing, not a brain thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've said a million times. Quit calling people stupid when you should really be saying bad because it it really puts gives us stupid people a bad name, you know, <laughs> uh, because there's good hearted, stupid people out there. And most of the time, what you see is not someone behaving stupidly. It's someone behaving calculatingly to appear dumb so that they can get away with masterminded, sinister shit. No, for real. And we also we need a new, we need a new type of word for the, the kind of stupid that is where it's Cunt. so moral. It there you go, but it's so morally stupid. Where like you have no, even if you understand intellectually the damage you're doing to society and other people, like like Martin when Martin Scully jacked up the children's cancer drug, right? It wasn't because no one else ever thought of it. Like he wasn't smart, (laughs) right? It just he was an asshole. I'll look like a huge asshole if I do this. He's like, I don't care about that. I already look like like a huge asshole. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen it online. I can blame autism. We'll be okay. Like it's cool. Yeah. So the the eighty five percent of Republicans who support McCarthy seem to realize they don't have a way out of this. They're just it's, it's Chinese finger cuffs, baby. So like they were they're basically saying, begging for Fox News to criticize these assholes. So maybe that'll put them back in line. They're basically one guy was like, they're going to straighten up once Tucker talks about this. And I was like, you think Tucker's? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not going to be on their side, but like, wh- who has the power here? What the hell are you guys? You're in the government. You run the government. Yeah, uh, it is. It is wild. Like I said earlier, to not see them all unified behind something stupid and instead divided on something stupid. It's remarkable to see, mm-hmm. and it's fu- it's fucking fun television. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was wondering how Fox News was going to talk about this because I was like, are they going to come down on McCarthy's side? Because they don't really like McCarthy. And um, it, like the, 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 first of all, they didn't cover it for most of the day. All the other networks are carrying it live because it's great. It's, it's about as great television as Congress can be. And and uh, Fox News all day was carrying like the hottest Christmas presents this season. Like that kind of shit. What was what was the new toy everybody got? So, but then when they got around to it, they did they did seem. I we start the show. I think we come on the same time as Tucker. So I have no idea what he's saying about it. But pretty to man, Fox News went on and how dumb and bad and stupid this and, and disorganized this made Republicans look. And for example, here's Judge uh, formerly mentioned super drunk Judge Deneen. And McCarthy's still confident he's going to be Speaker eventually. Keep this in mind until Republicans can agree on a speaker. The House is basically frozen, meaning they can't even swear in new members or investigate Biden like they promised. Judge Jeanine. Yes. Not a good look for Republicans today. <laughs> no. The ordinary American is sitting home yep. and saying, what the heck is wrong with these people? <laughs> we elected them. We worked hard. We gave them money. We now have the majority in the House and they can't get along with each other. They don't they don't like have enough problems with the Democrats that they at least can't align against the Democrats. Here's the. All right. So there you have it perfectly laid out. So for the past my entire life. Um, Sorry. That's all right. My entire life. The Republican Party's deal has been you got the business asshole. Oh my God, quit calling me. I'm doing. Are you there? Here. All right. So, the, my entire life, the, the, the deal with the Republican Party has been this you got the, the business psychos who let the weirdos have their beliefs in exchange for the political support, and the business weirdos will, uh, the business perverts will <laughs> let the uh, other, the weirdos have their issues, right? But now they've created so many weirdos that they've taken over the party. And you have a business right. pervert like McCarthy who literally he's, the deal his whole life has been, if I just let you rant about QAnon and investigate Hunter Biden's laptop, I get to have the title of speaker and pass some tax cuts. And they're like, <laughs> no, no, it's ours now. And they're too stupid to understand the contract. They're too stupid to understand the contract. Do you think long term this is going to work out in our favor, or do you think there's going to be some sort of ninth inning, you know, rally here? I don't. I mean, I, predicting what predictions are always a mugs game, and trying to anticipate what's going to happen in twenty twenty four. It's it's so far away. Who who knows? And I'm always wrong anyway. But like, what? <laughs> I don't. Those eighteen people we talked about who are going to have to try to get reelected to Congress right. after winning Biden districts. I don't fucking see a way out of it for them. And I don't right. see how McCarthy gets elected because listen to Gates talk and imagine him trying to back this down. All right. Right. <laughs> like if you have it, Matt, maybe we don't, maybe we lost Matt. Oh, here we oh go. there we go. They humble to a fault. Maybe the right person for the job of speaker of the house one who wants it so bad. Maybe the right person for the job of Speaker of the House isn't someone who has sold shares of themselves for more than a decade to get it. Maybe uh, yeah. Jim right, Jordan is the right person for 
He also said, if you want to drain the swamp, you shouldn't put the biggest alligator in charge of it. It's like, I don't, how, so how's he going to turn around and vote for this guy? And this guy basically right. can't win if Matt Gase doesn't vote for him. And I don't know. They stay like doing that shit though. Like they stay doing that shit. Like, you know, Lindsey Graham famously was like, if, if uh, Donald Trump wins, America will get what it deserves. You know what I mean? And then turns around and just is like, peg me daddy in the oval office. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. Like they, they, you know, shit out of both sides of their mouth, but I don't know. Now that he's made it this public and it's in this like sort of homogenized uh, situation, you're probably right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I shouldn't put any faith in them. They don't care about integrity or consistency. But no, like, he does seem to have a bone deep hate for this guy. He just like Kevin McCarthy's fa- whole family show up to see him sworn in as the Speaker of the House, the thing he's worked his whole life for, right? Blood, blood, sweat, and tears for. And he went up there in front of his family. And called him a fucking sellout. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn! So, you love to see it, man. I just think he has it in his bones, man. I don't think I, I don't I, shit. I, don't, I have no idea how they got this jam, but it's gonna be fun to watch him wiggle. But uh, so Kevin McCarthy does have one very vocal supporter, probably the most vocal supporter outside of Marjorie Taylor Greene, has been uh, a fellow by the name of George Santos, who oh, you might have heard a little about. Yeah, He's, I do know about this guy. So he's smart enough to know that his one chance at Romania in Congress is is sucking up to Kevin McCarthy as much as possible. Because if you guys aren't familiar, we might do a whole episode on this guy. I can't get into all of his lies, but basically, yeah, I'm upset that we had to balk and do yeah, and not we're talk about him. But I get it. Him, yeah, yeah. I, but it, like, it did so much shit. He he lied about. He invented a fake charity that rescued cats and dogs and the Human saved, Fund. He saved, yeah, he's the human fun. Morka stands always. <laughs> he saved so many fake dogs, but didn't bother lying the number of cats up. So he's just like, <laughs> I saved 40,000 dogs and like 11 cats. Like, what the fuck? You're making it up. Make up more cats. You <laughs> so, anyway, so he showed up to his first day of Congress, not really because he couldn't get sworn in, and he, no one would sit with him. He got hounded by the media all day. And the times he was caught on camera, he was either yawning or doing this. Show this, Matt. His first day in Congress on the <laughs> he spent the first kind of it. He spent his first day in Congress sitting alone and getting caught on camera picking his nose. And that's <laughs> the guy Kevin McCarthy's vote desperately needs to be Speaker of the House. And it's the only reason they're even considering seating this lying sociopath. Who anyway, among us, Mark? Here's my thoughts <laughs> on George Santos is that the reason that we're starting to see more people like this where you go, how in God's name can someone think that they could get away with those outright bald-faced lies? And my theory on it is that the the playbook on how to be a politician was written in the 1700s, and they haven't updated it to reflect the age of the Internet. And all mm. of these people are still like it was just it was just bred into them robotically. Like, dude, back in the 70s, any politician would tell you they're like, oh, you get caught stealing or raping or whatever. Just say that you didn't do it and that that other person's a liar and it will be fine. And it was fine. And that got pushed into their kids brains who went on to be sinners they're like just say that it wasn't true it'll be fine 
And now we live in a time where when you lie on the Internet, it is documented, but their brains are still working in the thing of just say it didn't happen and it will be fine. And it's going to take one more generation to get out of this because these are the people that are that didn't grow up with the Internet that are now having to learn about the consequences of it in real time. But eventually we're going to have to get away from all this because no one can rightfully think that you're you're not going to be caught doing this shit you know what i mean yeah i mean even like random, random weirdos get found out wasn't that lady who was pretending to be a black woman and then turned out rachel dozell that rachel i know Dozel. rachel dozell yeah dozell whatever yeah 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 so yeah so uh they even even random people get caught in like horrific lies that go viral it's like i don't know how, i don't i don't know how this guy survived anyway probably yeah. about the whole episode but like the funny thing about that maddie because we're looking for some comments to throw up there so one of the things that came out was like when he was supposed to be in a fake college he didn't go to, uh, <laughs> he turns out he was living in Brazil because he was wanted for stealing a checkbook and using it to write some bad checks and, and, and stealing some like shoes and shit. Um, but they couldn't find him because he had moved, fled to the United States. So they just dropped the case. Anyway, the case is back reopened now. So this motherfucker might end up in Brazilian prison because he got elected to Congress. So it just... Oh. Is it okay? But I need to, I need to ask you this, and then I also have a theory on the cats thing. If depending on your answer, to this is he gay or not? And by the way, all y'all know I don't care either way. And if he is, I support his his right to, to be that. Is he actually gay? I I think there's only one way to find out, Corey, and that's to go try to make out with him. I'll do it. But I was just going to say that, like, maybe that whole dogs and cats charity thing was early on when there was rumors about him being gay and he wanted to sort of like put those rumors behind him. So he was just like, I don't save cats. You know what I mean? I only save dogs. Yeah. But he was married to a woman at that time. But also, it looks like that was a green card marriage to help get her in the country, which he gave me legal trouble for that, too. But whatever. I don't I, I don't think it, this guy, he literally lied about his name. He's never gone by George Santos before. He's always gone by like Anthony DeVolder. So I, I, I didn't fuck Well, dude, me. I'm married and me and Trey have made out since I've said my vows. So you that's not really okay. proof. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So, but I wanted to mention the Brazil thing because I wanted to talk about Brazil. Not really Brazil, but Jairo. Our boy Jair Bolsonaro, who's uh, the Trump of Brazil, who just he lost his election. I love him. And no, he, yeah, the, no, God damn it, yeah. no. Great, great news to the planet because he was basically activating a doomsday weapon, that, which is destroying the Amazon, which would destroy the whole planet. So it's good. But that he, he was lost. so funny. <laughs> yeah, he got COVID forty-seven <laughs> times. So uh, uh, he. <laughs> He lost his election, and instead of attending his successor swearing in, he fled to the United States, specifically Orlando. He chose Orlando. <laughs> he fled to Orlando. I was just in Orlando, and it broke my heart because I was like, me and Jair could have hung out, buddy. <laughs> that would I would have uh, fucking loved that. Had him on skis. Uh, I would have loved to have him on skis. <laughs> so <laughs> he, got, he got a one-way ticket to avoid prosecution because he's going to be a lot of investigations, and he'll probably end up in prison uh-huh. if he didn't flee. Because he's, like, he's on the hook for like, murders and shit. Like, it's, oh, like, yeah. He, he was so, a dick. Like, uh, so he took a one-way street to one-way ticket to Orlando, uh, and his wife stayed in Brazil. <laughs> oh, oh uh, hello, That's uh, wonderful. Jay, Jay Action says, "Where's Trey? Has got here. Uh, Trey is still in Tennessee, where he doesn't have hidden internet. He's dealing with some family stuff. Cleaning out his dad. His, his dad passed years ago, but they're finally selling his house and cleaning out and stuff. So, it's, thank you for the vote of confidence there, Jay. I thought you'd be happy to see me, but <laughs> I knew I knew it wouldn't be the case." Who the fuck is this dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got to wear the sweatshirt. Uh, so what's your prediction for the title game, Troy? Well, you know that I, 
you know, George, well, I, I say this is all Georgia fans. It's really me. I'm never going to be the guy. Like, all Alabama fans are always like, we're winning every fucking game. We're Alabama. It's going to take, I'm not kidding, it would take five national championships in a row to even get me to consider being that guy. Um, I will say this. Since playing TCU is what I wanted, like 100% what I wanted. I didn't want to play Michigan. And now a lot of people would say, like, well, TCU beat Michigan, so that means they're better. No, it doesn't. It just That's just how a day goes, you know. Yeah. But, but I feel good about it, especially after – I think that if we had blown Ohio State out, that I wouldn't feel this good. But I know how our team reacts to adversity. That's when they actually perform the best. That's when Kirby Smart really, when he gets tested and is like, I do not want to get embarrassed again. I feel good about it. I feel like it should happen. But I cannot in any way say the dogs are going to win because that will jinx myself. So I'm going to say TCU by 70. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy's cheat day says uh, Flint – Fleeing to Orlando is literally running to hell. That's now, true. A lot of people are down in Orlando. My, I said I was just in Orlando. My wife's family is there. Um, Orlando hits for me for two main reasons. One, I'm only ever there over Christmas when the weather is real nice. And two, I'm with my wife's family, so I'm drunk the entire week. <laughs> and yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. and Disneyland yeah. hits for me. Or Disney World, excuse me, hits for me. I'm a big kid. I love all that shit. But uh, but you know, other like, than that, I would never go. It's strip mall. It's all strip malls and tourists. For sure. Stuff, but like, there's also like, there's pockets of cool culture there. It's like, you know, the gay capital of Florida. They got a lot of nice theater and cool nightclub scenes and stuff. So you can do cool stuff there. They got, they got my, my wife's cousin. They live right off Lake Eola. They got some cool swan boats. It's a nice lake to run around. It's nice. Also, you know oh. how when you were a kid and you'd like go to the mall with your dad just to watch people or something, or like you'd have to go to the mall with your family and like, well, let's just people watch. That Florida is a mall in for that reason. Like if you go if you go to Florida, even if it sucks, you can have a good time just by witnessing Florida and pretending that you're in an interactive podcast. You know, I find mm-hmm. it to be fun. Yeah, CC, what's new? Thank you very much. Reminds us to tell ask you folks to smash that like and subscribe button. Smash uh, it. Yeah, Michelle Briarton says Corey doing Corey's doing an amazing job tonight. Uh, I agree. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, since everybody loves the show, oh my God, thank you so much. Well, hey, if you love me a lot, I'm going to plug something real quick before we go. You can go to parttimefunnyman.com. That is my, oh, look at you, Matt, you son bitch, right there. Parttimefunnyman.com. It's a Substack instead of a Patreon, but you can subscribe there uh, for $5 a month. And I do bonus podcasts and stuff, and I write poetry and I write essays and do all sorts of stuff. But if you can't afford it, you can just email me at buttercreamcory at gmail.com and I'll take care of you. But that's part time funnyman.com. <laughs> uh, before we go, I guess I'll, I should plug too or remind you guys that we have a Patreon. If you want to subscribe to it, we'll do more content. Maybe, we'll, maybe we got to do an episode this week. We're got, we, we get to do an episode this week, I should say. And yes. Maybe we'll talk about George. <laughs> Boy, you just outed yourself, buddy. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm a lazy, I'm a lazy ass redneck man. Working don't hit for me. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be sitting under a tree with a beer and a fishing rod. There you go. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Trey will be back. He's back in LA on Thursday, I think. So he'll be back for a Patreon episode at the end of the week, and he will definitely be back. Good Lord willing in a Creekstone Rise on Tuesday. Although, if he's flying southwest, we'll see him in July. So, yeah. I hope you guys were flying southwest. Hope you had a great new year. And uh, hope you see you. Bye. Cheers.